Well, I'm always excited to talk to our good company correspondents, and today is definitely no different because I get to hang out with Origin today. Origin, how are you? Hey, yo. I'm doing pretty well today. <laughs> how are you today? I'm so good. I want to say congratulations on your big family move. Thank you so much. We've moved it a little further west to uh, to Hamilton, mm-hmm. and uh, and we're loving it out here. The the vibe, the the culture, the access to nature, it just it feels alive. It feels like home already. Yeah, I bet. And that's why you're joining us by phone, isn't it? Trying to get all those ho- exactly all those uh, yeah. internet lines hooked up, hey? <laughs> yeah, you know how that goes when you move. Everything's got to get set up. It's a process. It's a headache. But hey, we're making it work. Yes, I'm so glad that you took time to hang out with us today because I want to dive into something that I'm actually really excited about, my roots being from Edmonton, and that is one of the stops of the papal visit coming up. It starts on the 24th, goes to the 27th of July. Mm-hmm. And um, with this, I know it is a, uh, I don't even want to say controversial. It's just like an overall heartbreaking backstory, which I think brings him to Canada with the, um, just the pain, um, the generational trauma that was caused by residential schools. And apparently the Pope will be offering an official apology for the Roman Catholic's role in residential schools in Canada. Yeah. And how significant that is. It's a, it's a direct response, actually, to one of the 94 calls to action that were issued sort of about seven years ago. Yeah. The Truth and Reconciliation Commission had actually put out this document in 2015, making really practical calls to action for different involved parties, uh, mostly in Canada, but also in the Vatican and around the world, to take steps towards healing, towards reconciliation. So finally, after all these years, there's uh, an anticipation of the Pope really making uh, a statement, taking accountability, uh, and acknowledging the grief and the pain, the harmful impacts caused by residential schools, specifically owning the the responsibility of the Church, of the Catholic Church, in enacting mm-hmm. these harms and and nightmarish violence against indigenous communities. So it really is a significant thing. Um, you know, suppose it's a cause for celebration to see that this is being responded to at, at last. But also, of course, it's it's with grief. It's with a very heavy heart that we uh, we hold space for conversations like this. And we look forward to an apology for something so grievous. Yeah, I'm just honestly very confused as to why it's taken so long. You know, there have been times in the past, I mean, in relatively, very, very recent history, actually, just a couple months ago, the Pope had made a statement about, in reference to residential schools, where he did say the words, you know, I'm very sorry hmm. that this happened. I'm very sorry that individuals within the Catholic Church enacted this violence that resulted in the deaths of thousands of Indigenous children, displaced them from their families. The, the issue that and many folks voiced from within various indigenous communities because, of course, they're not a monolith. But many people voiced this concern that the way that he said, I'm very sorry, was almost like somebody saying, oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. I'm sorry that those other people, these individuals did these heinous things. But what it was lacking in many people's view was that accountability piece, which is so essential for any meaningful apology. Mm-hmm. Um, if you imagine somebody stepping on your foot, like, cr- 
crushing your toes and scuffing up your shoes. And they yeah. say, oh, I, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry it's you put your foot there. apology without the accountability. I'm sorry that I hmm. did not respect your space. I'm sorry that I trampled over you. Mm-hmm. I didn't see you. Mm-hmm. I caused harm. And now I want to do something different. Here's what that can look like. Here's how I want to commit to a new way of relating. And without those pieces being part of an apology, it really, in my view, it really isn't one. Yeah. Well, hopefully his uh, potential apology, that's at this point what we can call it, hasn't happened yet. It's just anticipated. Um, will be one that does, you know, I mean, does start to heal the wounds. And I know he'll be traveling um, with a priest, Father Cristino Bavette. Uh, he is a priest of mixed Italian, Metis, and Cree heritage. He is from Calgary and he'll be with the Pope. And so um, I think it'll be really helpful to have some real life, um, real in the flesh and blood people sharing their stories because for him, his Kokum, his grandmother, was a residential school survivor. And so he'll have stories to share. And I think, and I, I pray, hope and pray that uh, hearing it from from people's mouths, people who lived and walked that pain and that generational trauma, it will it will lead to an apology that actually is one that will start to help heal wounds. Yes, absolutely. I think the more that we kind of hear and listen to these stories from people who have themselves survived residential schools or those who pass along the stories of their ancestors, their family members who went through residential schools and maybe didn't survive, The more we hold space for these stories, I think the more we begin to heal um, collectively as as a country, uh, as those who have gone through this pain generationally and suffered those impacts, get to be heard, get to have their, their suffering honored. And also those of us who are outsiders, who are visitors, who, who wish to be allies to our indigenous family, um, we just get to take more accountability. We just get to learn how to be family hmm. um, and not sort of keep these darker parts of, of Canadian history dark. <laughs> they don't need to be in the shadows and we can't heal if they remain that way. Uh, so as as painful as it is to to look at these stories of the 150,000 indigenous children who were taken from their families, the more that we invite these these open conversations and the more we actually apologize for whatever piece we can take accountability for, I think the more we heal as a nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's tough. It takes uh, humility. It takes, I think, an open heart because the goal is to move forward stronger in unity and to see healing in our nation. Can we be an example to the world that, uh, you know, you can heal? That would be my, my goal, my hope. My prayer. I have lots oh, of optimism yeah. for this visit. I really do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, you may hear the, the cynical part of me coming out from <laughs> conversations with folks in my circle, uh, some folks who, who are indigenous and come from various nations around Ontario, where there is, at least in the conversations I, I've had, a spirit of just kind of exhaustion hmm. and not wanting to, you know, halt the healing process depending on what the apology sounds like or, or, or looks like. Um, and with that said, I think it is important to hold a, to hold a hope, to hold an openness that um, real apologies can happen, real accountability can happen, real um, moving forward um, 
in some degree of reconciliation is possible. I think that's the vision we all want to hope for. Mm-hmm. And some of us at times may feel a little more cynical, but I, I do believe that's possible. Um, I think we all have a role to play in yeah. moving the needle in that direction. I think one small thing, speaking of accountability, that we can all do is just just be aware of the land that we are occupying right now. Um, so maybe you, uh, your family, your direct ancestors didn't play a role in enacting residential schools or uh, or enacting violence against indigenous people and, and taking land away. But guess what? We're here <laughs> as a direct result of that happening at some point. The one thing we can do is just learn about who took care of and occupied the land on which you live and work right now. Um, I know previously I was living on the land of the Huron-Wendat, Mississaugas of the New Credit in Mississauga, Oakville area. I now, in my new home, <laughs> have some research, some, some work to do to learn uh, <laughs> whose land am I on right now. Yeah. And there's actually a website called Whose Land, W-H-O-S-E, Land, <laughs> where you can, I think it's .com or .ca, I'm not sure. But simple way of learning uh, what, what space am I occupying, mm-hmm. uh, who... Who are the people whose history is embedded in the soil beneath my feet? And that's one important place we can start. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it's interesting because sometimes people hear this and then they think, yeah, like you just said, it's not my fault. And we can, you know, get a little defensive. I didn't do this to people. I love all people. And and that's why it's important to hold space for for their conversations, too, because, yeah, it wasn't us. It wasn't them sometimes directly. You know, maybe they're that first generation that didn't have to go to residential schools, but they, as a people, still hold the pain and the wounds. And, you know, we have the wonderful privilege of being able to help the healing process. Because if you take a look at the progress of indigenous peoples, even if I'm like base at things like water, they are well behind the rest of our country. And so mm-hmm. we can we can do something exciting and and, and, and walk alongside them in a different way. And I had somebody tell me, you know, if you feel overwhelmed, it's just about being still and being quiet and listening and just being with them. That's it. Mm-hmm. That, that's a great start. You don't really have to do much. <laughs> just be yeah. there and listen. And this is such a wonderful thing. It's not just about Indigenous peoples. We can practice this in our day-to-day. We're always going to have relationships that are strained, that could mm-hmm. use reconciliation, where we can learn to apologize better and mm-hmm. really heal those relationships. This is something that is a national um, a thing, event, but it transcends into our personal lives as well. It's a great lesson across the board. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Origin, thank you so much for diving into this hard conversation with me today. If there's one person who I know can have this conversation, it is you. And so I'm so (laughs) glad that you are on today as our good company correspondent. Well, I'm honored to be here. And uh, hey, I I really appreciate your, your insight and your takes on these hard conversations as well. We make a great team. We do. (laughs) Thank you so much.